Hello, and welcome to Manifestor Academy for Entrepreneurs with Michelle Anderson. If you are curious about how to manifest the life and business of your dreams, you're in the right spot. I will be sharing interviews, tips, tricks, stories, and anything I can think of by lifting up the hood on my own experience and my own businesses, including my coaching practice, about how you can manifest your dream life and business I hope you enjoy it. If you want to learn more, you can always go to michelleanderson.com. That's Michelle with two L's and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end. It's Michelle. I'm actually going to take this episode to talk a little bit about an award um, my company was nominated for last year, but and talk about why. Um, not to just talk about, hey, I've got this award, but kind of the commitment that went behind it and my thoughts and feelings about recognition and stuff like that. So Going into 2019, that'll be really the ninth anniversary for my company that I started called Flourish Design, and then I started a coaching practice underneath that three years ago. So last year, Flourish became a semifinalist in the 19th Annual Family and Private Business Awards presented by the Gehring Center, and if you're not familiar with the Gehring Center, it is a... Um, Family and Private Business Center associated with the University of Cincinnati in Cincinnati that is a place where a lot of generational and family-owned businesses and private businesses here locally um, integrate and get support and get leaderships, building skills. And so this, uh, the one of the people at the center nominated Flourish for that award. And I was really proud and excited and I had gotten an award for being in the flower show for some design that we had done before, but really Flourish has gone really unrecognized and I would say I'm really proud and excited of what my business is and it has definitely surpassed my dreams and my lifestyle right now, but we're not like locally famous or anything like that. And so the coolest thing about it was that in only eight years, I had made a really, really lean, talented team that had created over 200 landscape design build projects. And now there's a budding tribe of coaching clients, you know, a few dozen coaching clients under that as well. And so to be recognized alongside some of the other very esteemed local businesses was kind of exciting. And I started to realize how exciting it was as we got closer to the day. And it also made me go, whoa, like I felt like I was, you know, maybe wearing too many hats still. But what had happened was, you know, the other businesses I had really, I really look up to the other brands that were also nominated, like a really great, um, coffee shop and roaster I think they also roast Carabello coffee Donna Salyer's fabulous furs is a pretty successful a very successful um faux fur uh maker of apparel and 
all sorts of accents for the home. Um, Esther Price Candies is awesome candies and chocolates. Um, Colart Design is just a really low, you know, really awesome local design firm and they do work all over the place. Mad Tree Brewing is one of the region's largest uh, beer brewers. Mike's Car Wash is one of my favorite businesses that was nominated. They, um, they have a really great employee training program. So these are some like local businesses. Some of them are second, third generation. And there it was a really long list. And I thought that's so cool because... You know, doing business in Cincinnati has been really fun, and I don't know what city you're listening from, but the cool thing about doing business here is that it's a it's like a small town in a city. So once you start getting out there and networking and meeting people in your industry, you realize that it's a pretty small place, and it's a really cool place. Like, people are pretty helpful. I've always found it to be a really supportive community. That's one of the reasons why I'm still in Cincinnati. I know I definitely have a craving to be amongst different kinds of people sometimes, like larger groups of creatives and stuff like that. But, you know, the beauty about this city is that um, these brands, the the handful of really awesome brands are really well loved. And so meeting the people that are just kind of local business celebrities at the event and networking up to the event was just really cool. So how did a woman who works out of her beautiful home office by choice, that's where I work, get to rank among these well-loved and widely renowned local businesses that are really pulling in like multiple millions um, in, in such a short amount of time and with such a lean business model I mean like I said some of these are three generations deep Um, the oldest company I think was just over a hundred years and the largest company was around 3,800 employees I have nowhere near that I have one employee other than myself I have teams of people that I hire to complete our jobs but How did I become this lean, mean team? I mean, I've always focused on impact. You're not going to see me out there like growing my Instagram following by the tens of thousands. Like, and I think that's great. If I can figure that out, of course I will. But my main focus is the client and like the impact that the client is receiving. And that has been my my love over these years of building this and that is why we're still a very boutique business so two things why I think we were recognized for community impact and that is number one like I just mentioned a fierce commitment to my clients when I say I have a fierce commitment to my clients I mean it is I would go without pay in the early days of my business and into debt and if they could feel that they weren't missing a beat before I had figuring figured things out but that's not sustainable and the other thing is that I had an equally fierce and I mean fierce commitment to myself 
Um, initially it didn't really come across like that, but once I got on the bandwagon of understanding that, you know, and really it was coaching that did that and having coaches, it was like, once I got a new perspective and realized that investing in myself and giving myself what I needed to be the healthy backbone of what my clients were getting, that those two things were going to work together and build a delicious brand. And they have. So this has resulted in a very impactful, very impactful and lasting transformations for the, the clients who work with us and a pretty dreamy lifestyle for me. I mean, my dreamy lifestyle values are infused in the flourish culture and those values include prioritizing time for friends and family, being surrounded in beauty and living a life full of freedom and joy. And I definitely do that and that is something that I really care about giving to the Flourish design clients who are getting landscapes designed by us and my coaching clients. So the bonuses that I have created a sustainable and growing financial wealth and that is pretty much joy and freedom the way I see it. I mean, in 2008, in 2008, I was just a girl with a Honda full of plants and a sketch pad who knew very little about business. And by 2010, I had officially registered my trade name, and that was Flourish, and started evol in evolving the offerings. So at first, it was just kind of design. Then it was design build, landscape. I dabbled in having interiors on our books for a while, um, but then I kind of scaled back to the landscape and then I started coaching. So by 2015, we s had our act seriously together and I quietly explored the launch of my coaching services. And by 2018, I'd crossed over the threshold of being a personality-based business and then into a systems-based company so I can continue helping others with even more impact. And this is really, really pivotal. If you are a small business struggling and serving people with your personality, you are not going to be able to scale very well at all. And they're going to want to, they're going to expect you to be the person doing the things. So from the beginning, my focus was on creating beauty for my clients in like really big ways. And that was with landscapes. In the beginning, I would learn that my clients were not getting the best of my talents. And I really couldn't figure out how to tell them more about what I could do. I just, I wasn't attracting the right clients in the very beginning of my business. And so between that and my lack of cash flow, I was like pretty seriously mad and frustrated. So... That's when I totally changed the game and I, you know, I kind of did it for me, but really I, I also was doing it for the clients. I just thought they're not getting the best of me. I'm not getting the best of me and I invested in myself. So it took me about nine months of hemming and hawing to decide to spend the money on me and my growth, but that pivotal decision has literally bought me my freedom and I couldn't stand having a dream that wasn't materializing I mean I wanted results and back in the beginning and when I say you know I was mad and frustrated when I didn't have money like in the first 18 months going on two years of my company 
I wasn't really tracking my money. I just knew that I owed people and people owed me. So that's kind of all I knew. And I was guesstimating and that's not a good way to run a business. And at the same time, I just like, I just wasn't getting jobs that I felt like were rewarding. I mean, I, I did, I always liked my clients. They were always good people. It's just that I couldn't figure it all out. I couldn't figure out why the money wasn't right, why the clients were just kind of dinkier projects. I was too talented for what I was doing. Um, and after doing this for months, my self-esteem was pretty shot. And I was a highly skilled broke person, basically. If I didn't start doing more rewarding work, my spirit was going to break. So at that time, my rent was about $250 a month. <laughs> and yes, the apartment was so crappy, so crappy, but it was all I could afford. And the first coaching program I bought was $1,800. So that was like an enormous leap. That was like almost eight months of rent right there. Um, spending money I didn't feel like I had seemed like an, like a really, really, really huge risk. I mean, it took me nine months to decide that because I met the first coach I hired and then nine months later is when I hired her and she had asked me to work with her like five times at least. But what was the cost of not spending that money? I mean, seriously, like my freedom was on the line. If I didn't make it work, I was going to have to take a job. So my ability to shine was on the line. If I didn't learn how to serve properly, my future clients wouldn't be able to feel the beauty I had to share. And my voice was on the line. If I didn't learn how to speak through my own business, I would be forced to tell someone else's story. My joy was on the line. I knew I was not the type of person that could be happy marching to someone else's drumbeat. Oh, no way. So was I going to let that happen? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Too stubborn. So even though I didn't feel worthy of spending the money, and I really didn't feel worthy at all, I hired my first coach in 2011. And I made my money back in the first session with something as simple as a new perspective. Listen, you are worth every penny you have and then some. Living your dream is not a matter of life or death. It is a matter of choosing between living someone else's life or your life. If you aren't living on your terms, then whose life are you living? I mean, today I tell the story after I first watched Donna Salyers. She's the owner of the faux fur business that I mentioned, and I just adore this business model, and I think she's a fabulous business person. I don't know her that well, but one of the very first business networking groups I went to, she spoke, and 
she told her story and she started in her basement or something like that cutting a pattern for a faux mink coat driven by her passion and she told the story about how she was going out she had saved up for a real mink coat and that day on the radio she heard about the fur industry and what that was like and she was like oh my gosh I can't you know wear my fur coat and if you love this story please check her out the, the whole story is really really cool but she went on to build this multiple million dollar business that has created some gorgeous faux fur coats and I have in my lifetime have had several <laughs> but um I don't have any right now I have I have the blanket though I have a beautiful fabulous fur blanket on my bed right now um so after she finished her talk I chased after her nearly speechless and I just said your story was so cool and I didn't know what else to say I just hadn't really learned how to network yet and she just politely said that I could stop by her shop and then she scurried off so seeing her speak showed me a woman who made results and I you know I needed to see that then like I just had no idea what I was doing so success stories are real and they're not meant for those people they're meant for all of us success is all about the results you're getting and results aren't hoped for they're made I mean people that are really getting results they have these stories where they started in their basement or whatever I worked at on my dad's desk at my parents house and then I got mad at my parents and I worked, I lived with for free with my ex-boyfriend's parents until I started renting that crappy $250 apartment. Like, it wasn't really that fun. So your success looks different than anyone else's and the reason why my company is now listed alongside the Donna Salyer's Fabulous Furs. Isn't that cool? She was the first, you know, person that I ran after and thanked uh about eight years ago and now I'm listed among her business and many other multiple million dollar a year businesses today because of my fierce and I mean absolutely unrelentingly fierce commitment to me now I'm not kidding like the one of my coaches I work with most of the last seven years definitely says you're definitely the one that does the work the, the most the hardest work and it's because I enjoy the results. So a commitment to clients alone is not a sustainable business model. Like I said, when I was really committed to my clients, but not committed to me, like they were getting the best of me and I wasn't getting the best of me. So trust me, I have seen the ugly side of that world by watching other small business owners give away their power to live in a really reactionary state of chaos because they think that serving their clients is the highest, most high thing to do. And if they're not serving themselves, then that is not freedom and that is not joy. It's being trapped. So who cares about your freedom and joy? I mean, hopefully you, like I do, I care about it. So anyways, I just want to reiterate that, you know, the more of a fierce commitment you have to yourself and your clients at the same time, like that is kind of the little golden ratio right there. So if you have a really fierce commitment to yourself or you 
or you at least have the desire to tap into that, please um, celebrate with me. If you need help with that, I know most of these podcasts are great stories, but I want you to know that you're always invited to DM me on my Instagram and say hey. And what I offer for people who really need to talk with someone is to pick a time when we can do a 40-minute phone call. And I'll send you a link for that if you if you really want to know. I mean, my purpose here with the coaching practice is to help people to tap into their freedom and join to see that. Um, I also have some really cool free stuff up if you want to start there. Go to, let's see, the best way to go get that is on the website, Michelle Anderson with an S-E-N dot com and sign up for the list and you'll get the free kit helping you tap into your desire and I order the materials that I put out there in the way that I think where you should begin and I think that if you're really stuck and you're struggling in your business that you need to begin with yourself and go get my free kit um, from the website and sometimes that's the link I have up on my Instagram so you can check there too but I do switch those out so I don't know what will be up there when you're listening but I'm here for you. I, you know, want you and your business to have all the awards that you deserve and at least know the feeling or have the feeling of loving who you are and where you are in your journey. And it takes sometimes a lot of guts to be in that space and hold that space for yourself. And I want to be here for you for that. So Give me a follow on the Instagram. Talk to me there. That's where I hang. And that's the easiest way for me to get engagement for you, um, from you. So thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us on the episode today. I'm so glad you were here to give a listen. If you liked it, this is a new podcast right now, so I would really appreciate it if you would give us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, just to let other people know that this is a place where you can learn how to manifest the life and business of your dreams. Also, if you want to find out more, follow us on Instagram. It's Michelle and Anderson with an S-E-N at the end on Instagram and Michelle Anderson. Dot com is the website.